I'm Yo Guangjin, and this is how we met. This week's couple were friends for over five years before a birthday celebration left both wanting more. At the time, they might have wondered, what if their friend doesn't feel the same? When we spoke to them, they were already married for one year. Their story is more than the delicate dance between friendships to relationships. It was also about the struggles of being married. We'll start their story from the very beginning. When I was leaving my friend's place, I had messaged Pratik and I said, hey, I'm just leaving and like, see you in 20 minutes. We had jumped into action. We were like, make sure everything is ready. The camera is set. All the candles look good. The flowers are set. So we were like, okay, yeah. go time. And then she's late and we're just waiting. And we're not waiting for a short period. We're waiting for about 90 minutes. Hi, I'm Afsha. Hi, I'm Priti. And, and this, this is, is how, how we met. met. What I like about Afsha is she's a very like creative and artistic person. Is there any artwork here that's by Afsha? That one. Could you describe to us the artwork? So the artwork basically it's like a it's a landscape. It basically shows a body of water and some trees bordering it. So you see a lot of red and pink hues in the sky, but you also see the trees are sort of a combination of like maybe unique colors that you wouldn't typically see in nature. So there's like blues and pinks and reds all in the trees, which are also then reflected uh, in the water as well. So in the morning, it looks more blue and in the evening, it looks more red. She naturally like she grew up, she sort of learned how to paint like watercolor and like sketching. Over time, that is not just limited to that as we sort of moved into our house, right? And in terms of the thought she puts into how to structure the house and design it and the aesthetic sense behind it, it's sort of a way of thinking that she brings to all aspects of her life, which I really like. That's it. That's all you like about me, that I'm creative. I, 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 I don't think he ended the question. I think he's like, I've said one now. Would you like to say one? Okay. Yeah. I think the... I know, I know the move also. I knew the answer. I just wanted it out. What I like about Pratik is... The thing that stood out for me about Pratik is his balanced nature. For example, you go to a restaurant, the wait staff is not nice to you or you're waiting for your dish and it's been half an hour, it's not been served to you. I'm the sort of person who would naturally come across as like, excuse me, I've been waiting for so long or why are you so rude to me, etc. And he has like, let's take a step back. Okay, like it's been half an hour of delay, I get it. But let's not come across as rude to the restaurant. And let's just ask them politely instead. Like, what happened? Why is it delayed? When his approach is deployed in a way, typically the restaurant would be like apologetic, but they would probably like give us like a free dessert. I'm very sure they would have spat on the food if it was just me. So I think that is something that really stands out. And I really like that about him. I also got the sense like early on when we were friends itself that like Apsha was very good at maintaining like strong relationships and so that was both with relationships that she had with her parents, with her sister, but also like the fact that she had a lot of close friendships. I also knew that it's an area where I perhaps did not naturally excel as well. Like I do feel like I am more thoughtful and intentional about how I engage with my own family and my own friends 
through her influence as my partner and seeing how she cultivates and maintains those relationships has been a really strong positive influence on me how i first met pratik was i met pratik through a common friend she was studying in smu where pratik studied and this is after we had graduated from our universities and we just started working and uh, he was actually my neighbor too so he was living with his group of friends in the adjacent condo and yeah. i think the first thing that kind of like i noticed about him was how tall he is he's he's some 18 180 186 okay 186 yeah he's he's these 186 cm so that's pretty tall and because of this common friend he came home and uh, in those days this was just like those beginning of our work life days where we used to meet up on weekends and cook together how i first met afsha was i remember going going over to their place quite a bit because i think they were a group of three girls so they cooked naturally a lot more than we did so i mean any time you wanted like a home cooked meal it was always good chance to like drop it drop by their place and you'll get fed and i think my common the common friend had invited him over and i had cooked something i think it was prawn curry it was ambitious because none of us had ever no one had ever made that dish before so it was just going to be an experiment so we were sent off to like teka mart to actually go to the wet market and get the prawns because the girls were not interested in dealing with that <laughs> that's what i thought that that would be the extent of our contribution to the whole evening turns out that when you get back they're not particularly interested in shelling and cleaning them either so we we had to do that as well after that point i think then once they was ready to be cooked they took over it was really nice i think it was a recipe from like uh, goa which is a particular state in india and i remember it being really good and i remember being surprised that this was the first time that it was being made because it it turned out really well and they really made it with a lot of confidence but afterwards they they were a bit i think after we ate it and everybody liked it i think then they finally expressed their surprise that it had turned out well because they <laughs> they didn't really know what they were doing going into it yeah um, i think you forgot uh, you had to do the dishes also yeah sorry <laughs> that was the third contribution which was the cleaning up afterwards yeah, yeah. The, the cooking was stressful enough i think when we met in groups it was just a lot of chatter and it was just everybody talking and everybody say, having something to say and we were actually friends for a very long time before we started dating i knew i could be more than friends with afsha when i remember um this was maybe 7 or 8 months before we started dating and afsha had just confirmed that she was going to be going to mexico for like a short term assignment which meant that she's going to be away for 3 months and i remember we were out for dinner with some friends and she was basically basically letting us know that this this thing was confirmed and that it was going to happen and she was super excited and i remember feeling like both like happy and excited for her but also sort of sad the fact that i would not be seeing her which was unexpected for me i didn't really know why i was feeling that way I knew I could be more than friends with Pratik when it was my birthday and I was going to meet a group of friends for dinner in the city and post work I'd come home to get ready and Pratik shows up with a huge bouquet of uh, lilies which are my favorite flowers and I was very surprised I was like oh like I was of course very very happy and surprised that he knew what were my favorite flowers her 
parent her mom had just asked me to pick up flowers but i had reached out to her sister to ask her what flowers does she likes rather than just buying something random and then he says that actually these are from your parents so i was like what does that mean he said yeah your mom reached out to me and she wanted to send some flowers for you but she had no idea how to order them online so she asked me if i could pick up some flowers for you what struck me was that he just didn't buy flowers from a florist in the city he actually used to work in the city in the cbd he went all the way to a nursery where he knew he would get like better quality flowers which is on thompson road and to just pick up those flowers then he brought them home to give them to me and i was like wow he actually put in a lot of effort for that uh, which was surprising and unexpected and the second thing which uh, pradeep did was he also ordered the cake which was unexpected i didn't just do like the minimum needed in terms of like getting the flowers and getting the cake i really put in a substantial amount of effort like i i remember i, I literally like left work early that day so that i could go to like orchard to pick up the cake and then go to the nursery to pick up the flowers so this was a greek restaurant and we i was like you know i didn't really think through so much it was just like a group of friends meeting to have dinner together and then he had actually ordered a cake and it came at post dinner and i was very surprised it was a delicious cake from chalk farm and i like you know a typical girl i came back home i with and i was just discussing this with my housemates and they pointed out they were like do you think there's something there and i was like you know i'm not sure i don't think so come on like you know he's really sweet and nice and maybe he just did it because he's sweet and nice uh i did suspect it but i wasn't sure at all i think in the days after that i sort of reflected and was asking myself that you know why did why did you put in so much effort for this this is not like standard if if it was someone else's birthday you would not be doing this much putting in this much effort so i had sort of become aware of the fact that i might have feelings for her i think what made me really question was when i had a very long layover at narita airport and he sent me a link of all of the best things to buy at narita airport lots of japanese sweets and desserts and cakes and i remember uh, going through that list and literally going from one shop to the next shop trying to find tokyo banana and some pokey and na something else and shiroi kubito and i was like why am i doing this like like why is it so important for me to you know get so many things for him it was different from what how would how i would normally behave when it comes to even good friends close friends so that made me really question my feelings for him how, how we, we got, got official. official this is just me like if i like someone i just say it so that's my sort of philosophy <laughs> I was confident in our friendship that our friendship was strong enough for me to express it. I was quite open about the mixed feelings and the confusion in my head, but I definitely expressed that I felt differently about him. I saw him more than a friend. And Pradeep was just sitting on the other end of the sofa as far possible as he could, just like nodding his head and like looking down. And then I was just waiting for him to say that 
you know, yeah, same here or I also like you and I or I, I think I like you. Maybe I like something remotely indicative of how his feelings, but he's just sitting and nodding and smiling. And ultimately I was like, uh, okay, so are you going to say anything? <laughs> I literally outrightly asked him, I was like, so are you going to say anything? Do you like me? Until she really like directly told me that this is how I'm feeling. There was no sort of strong indication from her that like, yeah, that, that my feelings were reciprocated. But but I appreciate that she just did it in sort of the most direct way possible by outrightly saying it. It wasn't like trying to interpret a gesture or anything like that. It was just um, outrightly saying it. Yeah, but there was no, I was not like yeah, staring at the tea, tea leaves trying to understand what's going on. And his reaction was a smile and a nod because he was so shy about it. I mean, it was obviously, I was obviously happy about the fact that that she felt felt similarly. Yeah. He couldn't stop smiling. Yeah. <laughs> I just asked her like if she would want to like go for dinner, like go on on like a date, and she said yes. And I would say like obviously like after the first date, after we agreed that we would want to do this again, I think that's probably when I would say that it sort of you could say that it became official. Yeah. Actually, you're forgetting. There was this one evening where I was hanging out in his house. He decided to drop me to my apartment. And uh, he used to stay at in a walk-up We story. both stayed in walk-ups. We walk both ups. stayed in walk-ups. His um, house was on the fourth floor. And I was like, are you sure? Like you'll have, It's like late and it's like, I do this walk from your apartment to mine like every other day because we all meet up to have dinner so often. And he's like, no, no, no. Um, I'll just come in and drop you off. And I was like, okay, yeah, like he's sweet and he's nice and polite. Okay, sure. And I was like, maybe he wants to say something. Like maybe he wants to build off on the conversation we've had about our feelings. And uh, it's literally like, I was like, Okay, so now he's dropped me, we've reached the gate and he's not said anything. We're just talking about, oh, tomorrow's work or whatever. Yeah, like I was trying to think about how how I would say this or when I would say this. And um, it just, there was no, as it happened, there was just no sort of segue or opportunity to slip it into the conversation. And then we, we walk even further in, inside the complex, the apartment complex. I was like, okay, he's coming all the way. I was like, okay. Then we finally reached the staircase. By that time, I had lost hope. <laughs> it was like, a, I think a five, seven minute walk. And in those five, seven minutes, he just never said anything. It was very casual conversation till he finally reached the staircase. I was like, okay, like you, you just have to say it now. Like there's no more, there's uh, yeah, no more like filler conversation left to have. So yeah, at, at that point, it just came out. And I had started climbing up and I said, okay, good night. And he's like, actually, um, I wanted to say that, you know, I like you and we should see where this goes. It wasn't like smoothly woven into conversation or anything like that. It was really just um, like, excuse me, I need to say it's like <laughs> totally changing the topic, but I just need to say this. So yeah, let's, let's, let's get it out there. That made me kind of happy. She was receptive to the idea and that she was happy that I had suggested this, which was good. That was enough to be happy about that day we obviously didn't then start discussing like logistics and what we should do about it but there was enough there was basically an agreement <laughs> that let's explore this in principle approval we had <laughs> principle approval. Yeah. 
on the first date he said he's like I want to officially ask you out to be my girlfriend and I officially said yes there was no real awkwardness there was no awkwardness or um not knowing I, what I to say was, not knowing how to behave it was with really each other it was really funny cuz he said he'll call the cab and he said I'll pick you up we were neighbors so I was I got out of my block and I was walking towards the car mm. and I I opened the car door and I sat inside and he's like oh, <laughs> I didn't recognize you when you were walking down towards the car I was like that's that's not how it should start but he was like uh, but it was he made he spun it around very quickly he's like but you were, you were looking so different in such a good way yeah. that I didn't recognize you yeah. very smooth I was like I couldn't I couldn't help but smile <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. I'm Guangjin, the producer of How I Met You. When we made this podcast, we weren't expecting to spend over a week to produce it. So if you do enjoy the episode, we would really appreciate if you could give us a five-star rating on Spotify. By the way, do remember to follow and hit the bell icon so you never miss an episode. We'll return to How I Met You after the break. Our, our biggest, biggest argument, argument was, was it started off with a disagreement or something or something really small and then it actually fireballed into something else which was me feeling that Pratik is not doing enough um so honestly i was just taken by surprise because according to me the problem or the disagreement was a rather small one so i thought that after i had we we talked about it and uh, understood what had happened we would be fine and sort of back to normal the next day but it didn't happen i think you, you know after we got married we started living together obviously right like we had to split some of the chores work around the house even things like like you know organizing outings with our friends or even our outings and things like that but after a point in time it it so happened that i was the one who is doing most of it and i took that on at times without even realizing and i didn't communicate it so what was happening was that when we split the work i had this expectation that pradeep would do it but when it comes to how he would do it it really differs from how i do it so like the sense of urgency or I work like on like a to-do list sort of basis. So it's like a checklist and I try to strike things off it as quickly as possible so that it's done. Be it as simple as like organizing a dinner with our friends. Whereas Pratik works on a different timeline and I didn't know that. So in my head it was like okay we kind of like split this stuff that okay he's going to play this bill I'm going to organize I'm going to uh you know communicate with our piano teacher on when the classes are and that's when it got frustrating because his timeline was completely different and i would be like okay so he's not doing it and i don't know when he's going to do that so i would start doing it and ultimately it came to a point where i was doing most of the stuff and to be honest like i think even i was a little bit frustrated by her reaction because according to me if there were instances where she perhaps wanted me to do something or felt that i hadn't done it in sort of a agreed upon timeline that she should just communicate that to me 
I think the reason why I didn't communicate it was because I didn't want to sound naggy. So while she wanted to make sure that she didn't nag, to me, for example, if she was unhappy with about a timeline that she should just ask me about it and I didn't necessarily perceive it as nagging but I also see why this is really tricky because from her perspective she feels like she's nagging me but from my perspective I see it as her just reminding me or checking in and honestly depending on the day depending on the situation the same behavior on her part I could perceive it as nagging versus I could perceive it as a check in so it's it's really tricky um if he's on an irritated on one day and i tell him that hey we need to get this fixed or you didn't get back to me on are we meeting these friends or not have you confirmed the reservation we've said to our friends that you know we're going to meet them over the weekend like if he's irritable that day for whatever other reason he just might feel like can you like stop it can you just stop reminding me so i was very careful about that and probably that's what kept piling on and that basically led to me just taking on the task and uh, it eventually reached a point where it was just too much and i snapped i sort of felt like why is she taking all this stuff on herself without telling me and then being upset with me about it to me it was just it had nothing to do with me it was a tricky one like there was no sort of clear answer on that but just being willing to talk more openly about it but also realizing that yeah it was about showing the right attitude towards this which would would help us sort of get over this moving forward so then after that conversation yeah. what has changed go for it i think on both <laughs> things i think yeah, yeah i i think so i think mm-hmm. I, i i do try to be i'm very mindful of the fact that that i need to be proactive when it when it comes to our home or or when it comes to things like any of the administrative tasks in our life we should both try to be proactive because afsha is proactive i should try to be proactive as well and so i do that in terms of things around the house in terms of taking the initiative to plan things with friends or book certain things i think that the change that i've sort of noticed in our interactions is that when it comes to certain plans or certain chores if we are more overt in specifying who is taking on the responsibility So that's one thing which is it becomes really clear. If we got a book flights for our next holiday, you are going to do it. Yes, I'm going to be the contributor for this. When it comes to actually booking, we're going to do this and we're going to do this on the weekend. So it's very clear to us that this is something that's going to be done on this weekend or this is that something that's going to be done tonight. Then the other part of it is just honestly it's just communications and checking in. I will just check in with her like every two weeks. How are you feeling about the split of chores? Do, are you feeling overwhelmed? Are you feeling that we're we're splitting them in a equitable way? We'll take it as like what is pending between us. Yeah. We're like, okay, these are the three things that are pending or five things that are pending between us. Let's split this up. And so it's like you know we are both we find a time when we are both free to work on certain common things that we have to work on, and then we split it. So I think that has really helped take down the pressure. and also sometimes when i feel a little overwhelmed if i feel that you know work is a lot or whatever i have other things going on i'll just be like can you please take over when you're working full time your schedules will change someone is more busy someone is less so the split of work will not look exactly the same and that makes it tricky which is why we have to check in with each other to make sure that we've got the right balance then and that it's working for both of us i think what we've also realized is our strengths in certain areas 
So things like say booking flights, booking restaurants, Pratik is amazing at it. So it's his strength. He has the patience. Whereas for me, when it comes to organizing house, like you know, we have to call the part timer to clean. This is the like the groceries that we need. Placing the Red Mart order, going for the next grocery run. That's something that I'm able to figure it out. It's of course taken a year for us to to figure that out. Once you get married, you're also just a you're both one unit and. you need to get good and doing the sort of day to day administrative tasks in life because that never goes down and in fact when you're just two of you versus not having kids not having elderly parents you know whom you need to care for it's even then it's a lot and it's only going to get more and more and so this might sound like really boring but you need to get good at the admin because otherwise it becomes a little bit like a death by a thousand cuts it will add up like and we we personally had that experience of these are things that every couple will have to go through for us it's been a little bit more like let's split the tasks based on people's strength and you do it i think nobody really teaches you this like how to be good at dealing with this stuff because it seems with so mundane with the day to day it seems so mundane it seems so boring but to be honest this is probably what like 95% of your fights will be about because you will not fight every day about really core fundamental things and i can understand that sometimes it can get repetitive oh i'm the only i'm always the one who's booking the flights i'm always the one making the grocery list but i think at the end of the day we have to remind ourselves that's where our strengths are and and so it's okay because the other person you know appreciates you for those for that strength so i think for me like like me coming back from work after just like a long day and pitik just asked me like do you want a cup of tea that i think for me is appreciation right that's like you know like he he knows that's his way of showing his love and also like he knows me well enough to know what what i need at that point in time we we'll continue to this is how we met after the break oh hi guangjin here producing this podcast has been an absolute blast we fell in love with every single couple that we've met. If you have connected to this episode as much as we did, could I ask for a 5-star rating? If you don't want to miss an episode, hit the bell icon and follow us as well. We'll let you know every week whenever a new episode is out. We'll return to this is how we met. How, how we, we kept, kept the, the relationship, relationship alive. alive. Um, do you remember? I think I I, <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> I also, mean, I remember eating out a lot. We we enjoy food. Pratik is a big foodie. So the, I think the first 3 or 4 dates he organized. Like he picked the restaurants and they were all unique. One was Mexican food, Sichuan food, Greek food and something else. So, you know, he picked all the restaurants and while we were, you know, on the date, we both realized that we actually enjoy food and trying new things. My thinking was it seemed interesting and yeah, like it seemed like something that Afsham might not have tried before and maybe I hadn't. A lot of it was driven by my personal desire to want to go try the place. So, that has still kept us pretty bonded. We love to like go and try out new restaurants. We love to cook at home, experiment, and uh, things like that. 
our proposal day was in an indian context the parents are a little bit more involved and especially for us because you know we're both like uh, have different religions the families typically do meet yes before it's confirmed like a, an official approval from them and that means that yes we approve you guys getting married the idea here in indian context is that you don't just marry the person right you marry their family you become a part of their family so whilst of course day to day you're spending time with your partner your in-laws their siblings they're going to be an important influence for the rest of your life so it's probably a good idea to make sure you have some compatibility with them as well right beyond that so which is why like as a couple we probably decide that we want to get married and then the conversation that each of us have individually with our parents is that i want to get married to this person and that's why i want i want you to meet my partner so i would say that there are two moments that stick out to me right one is a little bit earlier where i remember like we were in the midst of having this conversation i remember one day where my mom called me and my dad and my brother were also on the call and she said that like the reason why we're calling is that we basically we've been having this conversation with you and we basically decided that you know we're we're really happy for you to go ahead and marry afsha and we really want to just let you know let you know that and we'd also like i was with her at the time and they basically said that we also just wanted to speak with her and sort of welcome her to the family and of course i think after that have a conversation with at some point down the line have a conversation with her parents as well to at least get to know each other right because we are we are okay with the idea of our kids getting married so to me that conversation is I guess just as important as for somebody else in a different context where you propose and you don't know what they're going to say and they say yes that to me was the first indication that okay you know like this is going to happen because at least from a family perspective everyone is on board so we know we're going to get married right so we book a date for our ROM and everything like that and but basically this was during this was in 2021 so it effectively reached a point where we were maybe 2 3 weeks out from our ROM date and i basically two, decided two months no 2 3 weeks out from our rom date the proposal was literally 10 days before the rom okay, date okay okay yeah because so our proposal was a little bit different in the sense that it did not mark our decision to get married that decision had already been made but i still wanted to do a proposal and do something special as part of a proposal more for the purpose of creating that memory for us so this was literally i think two weeks before our rom and afsha had a commitment with some friends on the weekend i think it was a sunday uh, and she she was out for dinner they had actually organized this dinner because they knew he was going to propose it was a bit strange at dinner when my friend was like uh, okay uh, it was like just like 8:30 or so she's like yeah i think i'm a bit tired Let, let's call it a night and i was like like okay sure I was not even like nicely dressed up on anything. It was like just a super casual dinner at a friend's place. I basically asked two of our close friends to come over and just help set my house up for the proposal, if you will. We 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 got some flowers, we got some we got a bunch of candles and tea lights to basically create like a nice ambiance in the house. I had gotten a ring for her, so so we we got like a nice box to put that in. When I was leaving my friend's place right after dinner, I had messaged Pratik and I said, "Hey, I'm I'm just leaving and like see you in 20 minutes or something like that," because he knows how close the houses are. 
and so we we had jumped into action we were like make sure everything is ready the camera is set all the candles look good the flowers are set so we were like okay yeah. go time and then she's late and we're just waiting and and we're not waiting for a short period we're waiting for about 90 minutes i reach his um, condo and my aunt calls um uh, she lives in the us there was morning for her and we hadn't spoken in a long time and i was just yapping away with her so i was in the car park and i was just i was like you know i just don't want to continue the conversation like go to his house and like just go on and on and i was like i'm in no rush so i can just continue talking and my aunt loves to chit chat and catch up about a lot of different things so i also lost track of time and so the three of us who are in the house wondering what has happened we start getting worried because some of the candles that we use are running a bit low on wax and so we're actually having to replace some of them uh, and move them around because they're literally dying as we're waiting for her and uh, then i get a message from pratik hey where are you everything okay and i just messaged him while still on the phone like all good uh, you know i'm i'm reaching soon or like coming up coming upstairs very very soon and that's another 30 minutes later do i go up so I'm so, like huffing. So, so in I'm that time, sweating. I must have opened the door to check like ten times. Like, coming up, it doesn't take thirty minutes to go from the car park up. Eight. I was just frantically checking the door and to be like, what happened to her? Yeah. So then I reached his doorstep. I rang the doorbell, and I was like a bit sweaty because, like Singapore, it's hot. So I answer the door, and the first thing I notice is the shirt. He's wearing a shirt, and he's wearing the same shirt he wore on our first date. So I was like, "Why are you dressed up?" Because <laughs> according to her, I've just been at home all day. There's not, there's no reason for me to be wearing a shirt. And then he opened the the, the full door, and he had lit up candles all in the living room. So it was like full of candles and tea lights, and um, they had cleared up some of the furniture. So it was like a lot of empty space with just candles all around. Uh, my favorite song, "Can't Help Falling in Love with You," was playing. And so I. took her to the sofa she sat down i had a speech prepared which i had um, memorized he had a very sweet and a very um you know from the heart kind of speech and he gave me flowers uh, again lilium's my favorites and i couldn't stop crying it was so special and it was so unexpected it was completely out of the blue and i i just couldn't stop smiling and crying at the same time What makes me happy? Uh, at some point, we'd ask this question, and he—I had told him, flowers, fireworks, and uh, fountains. So he said, like, these are the flowers for you. And we had actually gotten some sparklers. In Singapore, it's not exactly easy, for example, to arrange fireworks to celebrate an occasion. Um, but at least we got like sparklers that we could go out on the balcony. From his balcony, you could see a fountain in his condo. So he was like, so that's the fountain, and it's a very—it was a very cute fountain. So he said, you know, I've got you all the things that make you happy, which really touched me. And then I basically signaled our friends to come out as well, and they basically like congratulated both of us. And I was even more shocked and surprised. We, and one of those friends was the one she mentioned right at the start, like our common friend, our common through friend whom, through whom we got to know each through other. So she got, was a part of the proposal. She was part she of the proposal. She and her husband were part of the proposal. And. it was something that i had not expected all that was on my mind was organizing the wedding and so i think it was really special and the unexpectedness the surprise element was on point 
and then the ring which was actually hidden just next to the sofa i took it out and i got down on one knee and i said would you marry me yes oh hi thanks for staying all the way to the end i'm guessing you have some interesting stories to tell as well when we created this is how we met our objective wasn't just to share stories of couples in love but to share the complex relationship of meeting someone or something new tell us your story by reaching out to us on our website the link is in the description see you next week